Aging Matters on WERA is brought to you in part by Synergy Home Care. Synergy Home Care provides premier in-home care for you or your loved one throughout Northern Virginia, including personal care, homemaker services, companion and memory care, and transportation. Call 703-558-3435 or visit SynergyHomeCare.com for more information. Synergy Home Care will find a care solution to meet your needs. Good afternoon and welcome to Aging Matters on Arlington Independent Media's community radio station, WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. I'm Cheryl Beversdorf, your host. Robotic devices for older adults are becoming a reality. New robots are being introduced to support the lives of healthy aging Americans and also enhance the future of elder care. At the same time, Geriatric experts are finding that portable technologies such as mobile tablets like the iPad can also improve older adults' quality of life. My guest today is Anthony Nunez, also known as Mr. Roboto, a visionary and founder of INF Care. He will talk about the role of robotics in the lives of older adults and how his creation, Rudy the Robot, supports daily tasks and activities. He's also gonna talk about care tablets and how they're becoming more useful to this population. So welcome Anthony and thank you for joining me today. Hi Cheryl, glad to be here. Okay, well, let's get started right away. We kind of need an overview. Lots of us don't have a clue of what robotics really means. So what is meant by the term robotics? It's a great question. Robotics these days is a term that's used for a lot of different devices. It's used for mobile devices. And by mobile, I mean devices that actually move. They have motors and they can think and process information and do a task for you. Uh, oftentimes you will hear the word robot used for software as well. Uh, what they both have in common is the fact that they are both automating a task to complete for you. Well, then that's a good segue into how they play a role in older adults' lives. So what have you discovered uh, insofar as how robotics can potentially or really play a role in the lives of older adults? Robotics can play a very important role in the lives of older adults because it can completely shift the power continuum when it comes to aging. What I mean by that is if you look at different types of robotics devices that are available now, you have devices that can help assist you lifting. Uh, Those are exoskeleton robots that you would actually put on and you can lift uh, heavier weight than you normally would have been able to. You have those devices that can help you walk uh, post a stroke or post an accident while you're recovering. And then you have devices that can help you maintain your independence Okay, well, let's take that a little bit further, uh, Anthony. Give us some examples of some social uh, needs that robotics could play and and maybe just some daily life activities that um, really could be um, uh, enhanced by by the use of robotics. Give us some examples. 
Yeah. So if you look at uh, for older adults that live alone, this is a, a huge problem now, uh, oftentimes because the society we live in is moving at a much faster pace than it ever has before. People uh, are getting forgotten oftentimes. And so those people are left isolated. Robotics, when it comes to social interaction, is a very important uh, aspect of that field because it allows those older adults to remain connected to the outside world, stay active and engaged. And most importantly, the device, a robotics device that's properly designed can help that older adult maintain that independence longer than they would have without that device. And talk a little bit about daily life activities. I mean, does it, I mean, I'm just gonna throw something out here. Uh, does it help you clean the floor or does it get your medications or does it, you know, play music or uh, does it uh, wash the dishes? Um, can you give us kind of some general ideas that uh, might, might come in handy if, you know, having robotics in the lives of an older adult? What, what would you tell us? Well, I think I would focus on what we've developed at, at INF Robotics, and that's Rudy that allows older adults to make sure they stay on time with their medications. It, it has conversations with the older adults so it can help understand how to serve them better. It can help connect them uh, with the ease of just a command to a family member, a care team. And it can also help them avoid falls. And I think that's one of the key things we saw with our platform called Rudy is the fact that he was able to do all of those activities along with older adults, plus focus on keeping them active physically and mentally while keeping them out of the ER um, and the hospital. Well, I'm glad that you brought up because obviously we wanted to to really hear a lot about uh, Rudy the robot. And obviously you and your team must have done a lot of research, I'm thinking. I mean, did you like, for example, have a relative that you could kind of consult and say, if I was going to uh, invent a robot, what would you want from it? What were, what were the initial circumstances uh, that you considered uh, as you were thinking about uh, creating a robot and 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 tell us also Anthony you know what you thought about in terms of what the traits would be when you were going to think about this robot as it would interact with adults you know even a personality what were the things that you thought about yeah I think the, the initial considerations when we were creating Rudy were really thinking on the needs of the older adult first and foremost. What did the older adult need? What, what would help them maintain that independence and not become dependent on the technology? And really following that as a guideline allowed us to be very successful in the deployments and the creation of Rudy. What initially got me started was of course a personal experience in my own family having to go through uh, uh, older loved one losing their independence slowly and watching both sides of that, um, you know, from the family perspective and from the older uh, relative. And so that left an impact on me. And what we did with Rudy is from day one, we put Rudy out in the field with older adults, with people who provided care. Anywhere an older adult would spend time, we were there throughout Arlington and other places in the Northern Virginia area 
deploying Rudy to really understand what it would take to successfully have an advanced technology device, keep an older adult at home. And we learned a lot and we apply those learnings to Rudy, but we also apply those to bringing a more affordable solution for older adults, uh, tablet technology. So I think no matter how you look at it, it's very important to understand who you're designing this robot for. And that's something that, that we focused heavily on versus looking at the business model or uh, other aspects that would really kind of change those considerations uh, in the early stages. And when we were thinking about what Rudy would look like, would Rudy look like a human being? Would he be as tall as a, an older adult or smaller? I, I, I'm trying to get a sense of, as you're thinking about what Rudy's gonna look like, his, his physical appearance, uh, maybe he's not even a he, but since you're talking about Rudy, I'm assuming it's a he, but his physical appearance and his personality, uh, did, did you give a lot of, of thought to what that, that robot would look like, especially since, as you say, you were working with older adults? Who, who helped you to kind of create this creature, if you will? Yeah, there was, you know, a lot of focus on Rudy's personality. Um, as you can imagine, the interaction between the older adult and Rudy would take place through verbal communication. It's the easiest method um, and by far the most efficient when you're looking at uh, the requests of older adults to have ta assistance with tasks. And what, what we did was, was really look at what it would take for a platform like this to be able to present itself in a very easy to use way in a friendly manner. And we're fortunate to have a member of our team who has a lot of experience on that end and, and really played a big role in developing the appearance and personality. And you know what we consider necessary for Rudy, I think a lot of other technologies don't consider necessary and that's privacy and security. Those are you know, two of the three pillars that we consider of most importance to us. The third one, of course, being affordability. Because if I can design a robot for an older adult, but the older adult can't afford it, it's of no use. And so we had to stay true to those three values. And we've done that through our development and through the iterations of Rudy. And so talk about what a little bit more about the privacy and what was the second pillar, privacy and? Yeah, so it's it's privacy, security, and, and affordability were, were the key ones. But privacy is a, a very important aspect when you look at technology these days oftentimes other technologies when you are interacting with them through your voice those technologies are recording your voice they're transcribing what you say even when you're not talking to the technology a lot of people don't know this there's been a lot of articles uh, on this over the last six to eight months one of the things we did is we recognized the importance of the older adults privacy and the value it takes uh, upon their life. And we incorporated that into the design and we've been very effective in gaining the older adults trust and our formula for really having older adults utilize either of our technologies, whether that be Rudy or the INF care tablet in a natural way. It becomes part of their daily flow of activities 
because they trust the solution and they know what we've designed is there to help keep them independent. And in terms of security, how do you actually do that? Is there, I mean, so does that mean that if an older adult is talking to Rudy, for example, that it's it's not being recorded or how do you actually protect the, you know, the privacy and the security in that Rudy the robot model? Well, with technology, you have different options for implementing features such as voice communication. Oftentimes, what a lot of people don't realize is those features uh, often have what, what we refer to as backend software and technology that has additional tasks that it does that most people aren't aware of. What we did is we designed the technology ourselves that would be the interaction between the older adult and our solutions such that it would not record them ever and that we kept that privacy component at its forefront. So if there is something the care team needs to understand, it's only shared with the care team and not shared with anyone else. And as with any security measures, whether it's a robot, whether it's your computer, whether it's a building, a layered approach always works best. And that's something we've implemented. One thing that occurs to me, Anthony, is, is that there obviously there's many different kinds of health conditions that older adults have. Would you have any, or, or could you tell us, like there might be certain health conditions that um, wouldn't warrant use with Rudy? Did you discover that maybe somebody had to be more healthy? Or what, what did you observe as you were creating this model? What we wanted for Rudy from the very beginning is to help keep older adults independent and help them maintain that independence longer. And so our focus has always been on the early stage care where older adults are at home, they need assistance with reminders and medication, they need assistance uh, in terms of uh, connection to care. They also need to be mentally and physically active uh, because that's an important component to keeping that independence. And so those were the key tasks that we really wanted Rudy and the INF Care tablet solution to really focus on. In your team, obviously you had a very technical team to, to create this model, but did you also consult with, with some older adults or maybe some health providers or even maybe uh, representatives from care facilities just to kind of make sure that you got a model that was really going to be right on. Uh, was that part of your team? Yeah, that was definitely part of the process. You know, when, you know, when we put our solution out in the field, we made sure that we talked to everyone that either helped care for older adults or worked with older adults or they were older adults themselves. And that was a big component of, of how we approached this and in a very different way than other technology or robotics company approach it with seniors is we gave it to seniors very early on and allowed them to essentially help us through the design process uh, by helping us iterate, telling us what they liked, what they didn't like. And having our solution in the home allowed us to learn a lot of things that you would not read in papers, published papers, books, research documents. And we kept all of that as our intellectual property that allowed us to continue to grow our solution. And also now, not only 
do we think about the individual themselves, but, but the setting, there's a lot of older adults who are in residential care facilities or retirement facilities. Of course, in addition to folks that are still at home, did you find or try to, as you were working with developing Rudy, to try different settings to see which one worked best or did they both work best or were there advantages and disadvantages to one more than the other? What, what did you find in, in, in that insofar as where older adults live? Yeah, I think, you know, over the years, we've, we've been everywhere, um, you know, everywhere that an older adult either lives, so from their home to uh, assisted living homes to independent living facilities and everything in between. And there's a lot of other, you know, places in between there. But our goal is to help keep them independent at home. And that home can be in their home where they where they live, or it can be in an independent living facility. Both are homes for uh, the older adult. And that's where we want to help keep them at home and independent. And so keeping them out of the hospital, keeping them as independent uh, as possible for as long as possible has always been the most important thing for us. Okay, so we've got Rudy now in both of these settings. So what, what types of tasks does Rudy perform? Does he do some things by himself or does he only do something um, as, as directed? Kind of explain the actual operational. If I had Rudy in my home and you were gonna give me a tutorial of how to work together with uh, Rudy, what would you tell me? I would tell you that Rudy only operates on your command. So if you need something, ask Rudy. If Rudy uh, can assist you in some way, ask Rudy. That's the key there is that Rudy is really that personal assistant slash friend that's there to help you stay in your home. And the key tasks would really be around medication adherence, connection to care, physical and mental activities. That's very important. Keeping your mind strong and also staying active uh, are very important to an older adult maintaining the independence. And those, uh, you know, those features are, are really what we focused on. And if, say, my uh, stepson or my husband or some other relative or someone was in the house, would Rudy respond to the voice of that person, or is it only me that Rudy reacts to? How does that work? Yeah, Rudy would react only to the user. So if the user is the older adult and not other family members, then they would interact only with that older adult. If there are multiple older adults uh, in a house, it would be able to interact with both of those older adults if that was the desire of the older adult couple that lived there. So in terms of interaction, does, so can Rudy like pick up something and bring it to me or can Rudy go get my medication or what exactly is that physical aspect of what Rudy can do in my home? The physical access, uh, aspect is really focused around keeping you active. That's an important thing and keeping you active while not increasing the risk of you falling. In fact, decreasing the risk of you falling. And so there's a lot of features that Rudy does related to fall risk reduction. But I think the most important part is Rudy would keep you active. A lot of people think that a robot is going to make me lazy. It's going to make me do less work. 
that's quite the opposite with Rudy. He's going to be there to help you do that work, but he's not going to encourage you to stay seated. He's going to encourage you to be up and moving because again, that's really important um, as we age that we continue to maintain that level of exercise and activity. And Rudy does that best. And how does he do that? Through encouraging you, through, you know, encouraging you through that he plays music, he'll dance with you. He'll, you know, walk, go around the house with you as you move. It really depends on what you need. But overall, it's really on just physical activity. And I think if I had to point to one, you know, it would be the dancing, you know, that playing music and dancing is, is a great way to get active. And is there some special kind of dancing that we do? Is it the waltz? Is it the polka? Or... <laughs> Uh, what is, which kind of dance does he help you do? I would say it's more of a, a combination of the waltz and the polka, probably something in between there. You know, we might have to come up with a new name for it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, different people, some people depending on, and of course, as you know, Anthony, we have so many different cultures in our geographical area. Some people might want to do the tango or the samba or something like that. So I was just curious. And of course, I'm a music lover. So I was, uh, was, was curious. The other aspect of this uh, is older adults sometimes are not very, um, or I shouldn't say not very, but may not be as, say, technologically as savvy. Do they have to have some kind of a tutorial before they start working with, uh, with Rudy? Or is it more just a voice command that makes Rudy do whatever it is that needs to be done for the older adult. Our solution is designed specifically and only for older adults. And in doing so, we've made it very simple for them to not only utilize the solution, but understand the use of the solution. So with Rudy, you just talk with it, you give commands back and let you know what he's doing and confirm that with you. With our tablet, it's Three buttons, we've made it extremely simple for anyone to be able to turn on and use, and the rest is very simple. In fact, uh, you know, it's deliberately designed to be that simple so that the ease of use does not become a barrier to that actual device being used. And I was thinking of us, you know, you've been talking quite a bit here about falls. Is it possible, say, that, um, that someone might be in harm's way. Maybe somebody left a, a pot on the stove or something that could ultimately injure uh, an older adult. Does Rudy have the technological uh, capabilities to alert somebody uh, that, that the older adult is in harm's way? Well, harm's way is a very kind of general you know, question. I think what I would do is narrow that down. And if you look at what our focus is, you know, harm's way is an older adult falling. That is a, a huge problem for older adults losing their independence. And for us, we want to make sure that we keep the older adult from falling. Missing medication is, is a very harmful thing for older adults. And that's something that, that we focus on managing and are very successful at that. Now, that being said, we do have a variety of sensors on the robotic platform, Rudy, that can detect different changes, um, such as some of the things you're mentioning. But again, I think what we focus on is really helping them keep their independence and keep that activity going without any barriers getting in their way. 
Okay. Well, we're going to take a break right now. Uh, we are talking with Anthony Nunez, also known as Mr. Roboto, and we've certainly learned a lot about Rudy the Robot in the first half. But uh, Anthony is also a visionary and founder of INF Care. And you are listening to WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. We'll be right back. Aging Matters is brought to you in part by Kathy Corridan, Senior Real Estate Specialist. Kathy is a realtor with KW Metro Center in Alexandria and works with seniors in Alexandria, Arlington, and D.C. to make selling their home and moving less stressful and more successful. More information is available at 703-971-7237 or ccatkw at gmail.com. Welcome back. We are talking about robotics today, and eventually, a little later in the program, we're going to talk about care tablets. Our guest is Anthony Nunez, who is a visionary and founder of INF Care. And I had just asked Anthony about helping in an emergency, and I just wanted to build a little bit more on that, Anthony. Is there, of course, harm's way, we talked a little bit about that as to... um, you know, some issues that happen uh, in the home. But in a, an emergency situation, if somebody actually had a, a stroke or somehow went unconscious, does is there any kind of sensors within Rudy that would call 911 or call the family member? Or where is Rudy on that? In terms of emergency help from Rudy, if the older adult is experiencing uh, chest pains or or other types of pains that require the assistance of an emergency uh, personnel, they can actually call out for help. And we have a partnership that actually connects to an emergency call center on Rudy to be able to dispatch those emergency services. Okay. Fortunately, in all the deployments we've had over the years, we have had zero need for that system. Um, which is great, uh, but oftentimes it's a lot of people um, outside of the company would question the need for it if it's not being used. But I would argue that it is a good system to have there in case of an emergency if you do have it, even though it has not been used to date. I'm just thinking that obviously there could be some possibilities of an older adult having some kind of a medical emergency and to have that uh, system in place or some kind of a coordinating system of, of, I know that older adults sometimes have some kind of an emergency uh, uh, device on their wrist or wherever in which it it would alert uh, the 911 system. So um, if Rudy's gonna be around, it would seem that that could be an important aspect. So, but that's still something that hasn't been implemented that much. I just wanted to verify that with you. No, that that is part of Rudy. That's oh, it is. Okay. system is part of Rudy. Fortunately, none of our users uh, have used it or needed it, I should say, which is a good thing. It's a very good thing. And I think that goes to show the strength of what Rudy's doing at, at his core for the older adult. But one thing I would add here, which I think is very relevant for the listeners, is the fact that Rudy is not an end-all solution. And what I mean by that is Rudy is not the one caring for the older adult 24-7. 
Rudy does provide a lot of the features and the interactions and focuses on other activities to help the older adult remain independent. But one of the good things that Rudy brings is an actual human in the loop. And we do that so that humans can come in the loop more often at a lower cost for the older adult. And someone can actually un who understands the older adult's care management can help make decisions to be proactive before things become a serious issue. And so while our platform does amazing things for older adults to keep them independent, we still keep a human in the loop. And I think that's very important for the listeners to know is that whether that's Rudy or our INF tablet, both have a human, a certified caregiver that's in the loop at all times. Okay. And We've talked a lot about Rudy and you've described that. I, I was just curious, since this is such a new area, are there other types of robots that are used in aging communities be, besides Rudy? And, and, and if so, how, how do they differ from the, the traits that Rudy offers older adults? Yeah, there've been a lot of uh, robots that have attempted to help older adults all of them have come and gone for a variety of reasons, but it really boils down to you know, a small handful of reasons. And that's because number one, they're not easy to use. They're large and, and overbearing and they're very costly. And, um, you know, for those major reasons, they, they fail. And that's where, you know, Rudy has really succeeded is because we understand this market, but more importantly, we understand older adults better than anybody. And that gives us a leg up because that allows us to really design the technology from their perspective, from the older adults perspective. And when you do that, you can drive success on outcomes such as keeping them out of the ER, making sure you take their medication, making sure they stay mentally and physically active, and that you're successful at doing that. And there's a lot of little nuances that we've picked up over the years and incorporated into both of our systems that you cannot read in papers or research documents. And, you know, truth be told, we probably could have published a book, maybe multiple books and definitely a lot of research papers on what we've seen. But as a company, we opted to keep all that private and keep that within the company so that we could continue to improve the solution and deliver a solution for older adults that would help them in the real world. So we talked a little bit about uh, the fact that Rudy can be used at home as well as in care facilities. If, if one or the other, if the person at home or relatives want to have Rudy at home or even at the in-care facilities, are there special arrangements that have to be met before um, Rudy can come in and be of service? Uh, I, I'm thinking also, does Rudy stay there all the time then? Is, and does insurance cover the, the cost of the obligations? What is that process then that, uh, that people need to know in order to use Rudy's services? Yeah, so for the most part, it's operating in the home of the older adult or in care facilities, as I mentioned, independent living facilities for acquiring one, they would need to contact us. We would need to understand a few things about their current situation in terms of needs and uh, you know their living environment and their location. That would help us best direct the type of services that come along with Rudy uh, to their home. 
right now we are in talks to really go the to the next step in terms of looking at insurance coverage and that's something we're really working towards but outside of that both of our technologies rudy and the inf tablet are affordable and in fact a fraction of the cost of having a human in the home i know this sounds like such a basic question but does Rudy need to be plugged in someplace or charged overnight or does he uh, is he run on batteries or, you know, if there's some sort of maintenance that has to occur. Um, what would you tell the family or whoever is going to be kind of in charge of the, you know, the care of Rudy, what would you what, what do you need to tell people. Yeah, Rudy does operate off batteries, so he does charge. Uh, it's, it's a very simple process. It's almost as though he's going to sleep, but he's still active. So he's on 24 seven. Um, but I think that's really part of when Rudy arrives at your house that we go over those, you know, simple, um, you know, parts that, you know, in terms of how he charges and, um, and, and really go from there. So that's, that's really part of the onboarding process when we deliver Rudy. It's, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes at most, uh, oftentimes, just to kind of explain some of those concepts in terms of the charging uh, to the older adults and their family. Also, the other part is depending on the needs of the older adult or the older adults, if we're in some kind of a care facility, does it have to also get a certain program that uh, so that when Rudy is asked to do certain tasks that he's capable of doing that? Or, or do you kind of just get a long list of tasks and he can do any of them depending on what somebody needs? I think part of it is also understanding where Rudy helps the most, um, you know, upfront understanding where Rudy's focus is. Um, you know, Rudy has, you know, his focus uh, in terms of where he's going to help and how he's going to interact. And, and those commands are, are very straightforward in fact, that's something that Rudy actually helps the older adult with as, as well in the early stages of being in your home. And that's, you know, part of how we, you know, acclimate the older adult to the use of Rudy. But I would say that, you know, for older adults, the use uh, of Rudy is very simple and, and straightforward. And um, families have all loved it because, you know, and, and oftentimes, even in our testing, families were attempting to buy Rudy, even though we weren't selling it during our testing phase, because they saw the value, they saw the reaction that their mom or dad were, were having to Rudy and the outcomes from it. And they were very happy. And so we're gonna now talk about care tablets, but just so that people know, what are the best resources to learn about Rudy and his benefits and and other robots for older adults. What, where would you tell people to look? Yeah, if for more information on Rudy, you can go to www.infrobotics.com and you can see some more information. You can also, uh, if you go to Google or to YouTube, you can type in Rudy the robot. He's the only Rudy the robot out there and uh, he's been around. So there's a lot of videos. You can check them out. I do have to ask you, Anthony, how did you come up with Rudy, the name Rudy? Well, we, when we were designing, and this is very early stages when we were designing and wanted to give a name to the robot, we wanted to give him the option 
uh, give it the option of being either a male robot or a female. And so we chose the name Rudy as that could go uh, either as a male name or as a female name. And it stuck. Uh, it was meant to kind of be a temporary name, but uh, older adults loved it. Families loved the name and it, and it just kind of it kept rolling. So we, uh, we kept the name. Will there be female robots soon? There have been female Rudys. Um, there have. Uh, the personalities are, are, you know, different. But for the most part, you know, Rudy has been a uh, male robot as he's been deployed. That seems to be what most uh, of our clients have really gravitated towards. And I think if you see what most people have gravitated towards when it comes to technologies of talking, those are female voices. But our approach has been very different. And I think that is really why people have gravitated towards the male Rudy is how he operates, how he goes about interacting with you. It, it's quite different. It's it's quite an experience. If I was an older adult, I would absolutely want a Rudy in my home because I know it's not going to be recording me. It's there to help me. It's at my command and it's not going to do anything I don't want it to do. And so that keeps the power in my hands as the older adult, which I think is very important these days. Absolutely. And I can attest to the fact that I've seen Rudy the Robot on TV, and uh, it's a very charming, charming robot. So I urge listeners to, to, to check Rudy out. So you've been talking a lot about care tablets, and we'd like to spend the rest of the show on care tablets. But just as we started out with robotics, explain to our listeners, what is a care tablet? And why is it that it's so useful for older adults? Yeah, so when we were designing Rudy, one of the things we did is we actually put, and you'll see this in the videos, is we actually had a tablet on the chest of Rudy. And through our deployments, we realized that there was a need and an opportunity to design a solution for older adults that would have a little bit of a different focus and take up less space for older adults that lived in maybe a smaller living space. Uh, had a different set of needs. And so what we did is we took all of Rudy's personality, all of the great things Rudy does, and we were able to keep it on the tablet. Now, that, that being said, we focused, again, for the tablet on, of course, the medication, the connectivity to care. And rather than the physical exercise, which would be very challenging to have a tablet do, we focused more on the mental exercise. And that's what we did. And Right now we are working, you know, for helping low income older adults get connected to care in these challenging times. If you saw what happened in the beginning of 2020 in the midst of the beginning of COVID, a lot of older adults were isolating. They were refusing in-home care. This was very problematic. And in that chaos, we developed this tablet-based solution that could be shipped directly to the older adult and they could set up within the set up within three buttons and it would be very simple and it would keep them connected and it would focus on driving that independence and just to be sure because even i had a little bit of a question about that a care tablet that's the same as an ipad is that correct anthony well ipad is a form of a tablet so you have ipads you also have androids so yeah, both are, are considered tablets. So that is correct. It would be on a tablet in the home. So it's one that's larger. The size is about what, eight by 12, like the size of a piece of paper or? 
Yeah, anywhere from eight to 10 inch, uh, you know, tablets. So yeah, they fall just about the size of a piece of paper, maybe a little smaller in terms okay. of the screen size. So, so it's easier to hold too, as well. Would you agree? It is easier to hold. However, with the way we designed our solution is it could be held, but it's also designed to stand on its own through a, a stand that we provide. So again, you know, if you look at the uh, population we're serving, we don't want to introduce fall risks and carrying items for some older adults uh, beyond a certain weight can be very problematic as they can cause a lean uh, in their gait motion. And so what we wanna make sure that we do is we don't introduce any fall risks, rather we remove them. And that's uh, why we have designed the tablet accordingly. And these tablets now, the older adult has them, but how, what is the mechanism that the tablet connects the older adult with their care partners or with their families or friends? Explain how that works. Yeah, so if the older adult needs something, if they need, uh, you know, they have a care schedule where a caregiver is coming in at particular times. If they need something outside of that schedule with one touch of a button, they can get the caregiver to actually dial in and call them and they can do the same thing with family and friends. It's extremely simple. One of the things we saw in the in 2020 was the use of Zoom by older adults was just very challenging. Uh, there's a lot of steps involved that if you're not familiar with technology, it makes it difficult to get you access. It gets you, makes it difficult for you to be connected. And so what we wanted to do was simplify that to the point where it could be used regularly without any frustration. And that's what we've been doing. We've been connecting older adults to care, to family, and we've been doing it in a way that allows it to happen more frequently without increasing the costs to the older adult, which is a big thing. And just as we talked a little earlier as to the features that you wanted Rudy the robot to have, did you bring in different consultants or older adults, um, healthcare providers to kind of determine what would the features, uh, what, what would the tablets have that would, you know, ensure that they're going to be used and not be sitting on the shelf? Yeah, so we, we didn't start from scratch with the tablets. In fact, we leveraged a lot of our expertise that we learned from Rudy being in the home from spending years with older adults in their own living spaces, watching them use our technology. We apply that to the INF tablet. And so those learnings, those, those skills that our, our solution had before were just available now in a much smaller format. And, uh, and that's that really is is where we kind of started with it. And we just continue to grow in terms of expanding on more capabilities, listening to what's going on in the world and seeing how we can continue to stay ahead of things for older adults. OK, well, give give me an example of, of what uh, an older adult could use the. The, um, you know, the care tablet for and exactly what they, would they use there. And I realize this sounds very basic, but again, it's, it's sometimes we who are maybe technically challenged, do we use a mouse? Do we use our fingers? If we needed to use that care tablet for something, give us an example of what, what the procedure would be for us to have the tablet uh, help us. Yeah, so again, similar to Rudy, so voice, 
voice would be one option and then uh, just touching the screen with your fingers. So in the event you need something from your caregiver, one touch to getting to your caregiver. If you wanna play some games uh, that are really designed around keeping your mind sharp, one touch again by touching with your finger on the screen of the tablet. So again, very simple, very straightforward, very specific to older adults and those who aren't familiar with technology. Okay, so like if they wanted a medication, what would they do? So for medication reminders, those are actually controlled by the caregiver to actually set them. The tablet would actually come up and tell you when it is time to take your medication. So for example, if it's two o'clock, I have a medication schedule, my caregiver would have set it in advance. Now the tablet's going to talk to me and tell me what I have to do for this medication schedule. And the caregiver is going to be able to track it on the back end on their side, wherever they are in their house or in the office to see that I'm actually abiding by these reminders. And if I am not, if something's come up, if maybe I've become you know, distracted, that caregiver can take notice. And I think that's where the important part is, is of keeping a human in the loop. You're not relying completely on technology. You're more using technology as a tool to help a human do their job better. And have you discovered that maybe there are certain physical and mental issues that could make it more difficult for an older adult to, um, uh, to use a tablet? Maybe some that this may not be the, the best answer. What have you seen? Well, I don't, you know, I never like to limit who can use a tablet. Rather, what I'd like to focus on is, you know, who is our core audience for our tablet? And it, our core audience is really older adults that are independent that, you know, may have, you know, early signs of Alzheimer's, dementia, or other um, diseases that can impact their independence, but they're still early on and there's still a lot of room to extend that independence time and help that older adult stay at home. That's, that's the key thing. And that's really what we want is we want older adults at INF Care to stay at home longer and continue to be independent. We don't want them to depend on any technology. Rather, we want the technology to help facilitate that independence. And that's what the INF Care solution does. And I guess I was also thinking if they use their fingers to touch, if they have like arthritis or something, uh, can the tablet still accommodate that um, slight uh, barrier? Yeah, yeah I would say I would say to an extent, of course, you know, a, a lot of things are to an extent you have to kind of understand that, you know, all of these um, all of these challenges, you know, obviously come at different levels for the older adult. But again, we're talking about, you know, a touch screen. It doesn't require much pressure. We're also talking about verbal commands. You know, we're looking at other ways to really kind of bridge the gap in need of care for those who have. Uh, disabilities that could impede them uh, from your typical forms of technology use. And so we're looking at, you know, implementing different features that could help get around those challenges for, you know, an older adult, let's say, that would not be able to touch the screen or an older adult that could not see the screen. Um, you know, those type of uh, limitations should not bar them from getting technology from INF Care to help keep them independent. And that's what we're working on now. 
actually, when you said that, I was also, what if there's a hearing deficiency? And um, if there's a voice command, then can they, I, I, I guess they could still read it even if they couldn't hear it, right? Yeah, of course. So when they get their, um, their tablet, does it come with like instructions or uh, do you need to really have a lot of technical knowledge? Are there tutorials that they can learn or well, kind of what is the process when somebody decides they, they're, you know, when they get their first care tablet? Yeah, notes, new tutorials are needed. One page of only three instructions that they need and that helps them turn on the tablet and get it online. Everything else is straightforward and very intuitive for the older adult, very simple. But again, it's not just the older adult and the tablet. The caregiver is there as well. And the caregiver is you know, checking in more regularly than they would without the care INF care tablet. And that's an important aspect is it's not a solution that is here's a tablet to the older adult and goodbye. It's a solution that provides a window to help that older adult stay independent, but also stay connected to their care team more frequently. And by having that more frequent interaction with care with, with family, it boosts the mood of the older adult and also allows us to boost the success of outcomes that keep them independent. And our solution helps reinforce that for the care team. And what's what's the situation now, Anthony, as far as the, the cost? Are the are tablets covered by Medicare, especially in these con, you know, these situations? You're talking about enhancing care for the older adult, the, the caregiver. Has Medicare been involved? Any other insurance? What's been your experience right now? Well, we're working right now with, with Medicaid um, and really focusing on the, the next step, as we mentioned with Rudy. Is, is really bringing the insurance companies involved into the process. Um, but again, looking at how it's offered today, uh, it is a lower cost option for older adults than the alternative of having a human in the home, paying the, you know, the minimum hours that you would need just to have that human come out to check on your mom or dad they took their medication or to see if they're okay. Those minimums are, are very costly. And those costs are, are really a barrier to older adults getting care when they need it and being proactive about that care. And by keeping our costs low at INF care, we're allowing that process to begin sooner rather than later and be more proactive rather than reactive. And everyone benefits from that. The older adults benefit, the caregivers benefit, the families benefit, and the insurance plans benefit because the, le the less visits we have to the ER, the less costs they're incurring as well. So last question, what are the best resources for older adults and their families to learn about the benefits of tablets? So I would, I would visit our website, uh, www.inf.care. That's inf.care. Um, visit our website. You can see a demo uh, of the tablet, its use. You can see some very straightforward information on how the tablet is applied and how simple it is. And if you have questions, you can post your questions there and we'll get them and respond right back to you. And if you're interested, reach out to us. We're happy to talk to you and, uh, and see how we can help. Do you have a phone number that you want to share? 
I think the best way would be our website, or you could email us. Um, you can email us at info at inf.care. That's the fastest way to, to get us. And it gets, you know, it gets you to the whole team and which whoever on the team sees it first responds. And we like to make sure that we uh, respond very quickly to everyone because, again, these are very challenging times. A lot of people are looking for help, and we want to make sure that we're there to help. All right. Well, I want to thank Anthony Nunez with INF Care for joining me today. And by the way, if you want to learn more about Aging Matters, you can visit our website, which is www.agingmattersonline.com. And if you check out this site, you'll access all the Aging Matters radio and TV show content. And in addition, the Aging Matters podcasts on Apple and Spotify, which this program will be on. So you want to be sure to find that on the bottom of the main page. You can click on one of those icons. Also on that main page, you can subscribe to the Aging Matters monthly email newsletter. And that way, each month you can receive updates about the new radio shows, the new TV episodes, also uh, the listing of the radio programs from the past month, in case you, you missed that. So by all means, be sure to check out that website. Aging Matters is produced in association with Ink Mouth Media. You can learn about that company at inkmouthmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Aging Matters today. And remember... Age is just a number, not a label. I'll be back again with you next week. Aging Matters is sponsored in part by the Aging Life Care Association, an organization of aging life care professionals. Aging life care professionals offer guidance, advocacy, and support for older adults and their families in order to maximize quality of life. An aging life care professional can be there for your loved one when you can't be. More information about the Aging Life Care Association is available at www.midatlanticalca.org. Thank you.